Blog Talk Radio. First of science, robots, please report to the dance floor. Not much. I'm glad uh, I was able to get in here in a timely manner this time. Uh, unfortunately, people didn't get to listen to Freakazoid for four minutes, so I apologize for that. Yeah, that is a uh, that is actually a con, in my opinion, not a pro. But uh, you know, viewer feedback said that it was too long, and again, that was an accident. But I kind of liked it. I kind of liked the four minute Freakazoid, and yeah. uh, I know you did too. Absolutely. I think, you know, we might have to go back to the drawing board on that. Sometimes the listeners aren't always right, and that might be one of those instances. That's a great point. That's a great point. People say the customer is always right. I think that's bullshit, too. you got a lot of dumb customers. you got a lot of dumb listeners. Uh, shout out, dumb Nate. Uh, <laughs> hey, quick quick run through the show today. we got a big show planned. It's the second episode, so we got a lot of we got a you know high benchmark to uh, hold ourselves up to here. We think we had a great first show. This show, we're going to be talking about playoff predictions. We're going to take those division winners, add a couple wild cards from each conference, and then talk about how we think we see that shaking out. Uh, we're also going to have our first guest in the nest segment tonight. That's right. We're going to bring in a guest to the bird's nest. I think that's going to be pretty big time. I'm looking forward to that. Uh we're going to have a smart Nate, dumb Nate. We're going to have some other great segments, too, that everybody knows and loves, and some new ones, too. So I think it's going to be a great show. You got any thoughts before we dive right in, Shammy? Um, I'm thoughtless. <laughs> well, I think I think people are going to love our guests. Uh, yeah, just just wait and see. Yeah, yeah, I think I can, I can already say they're definitely going to love the guests. I think it's uh, – Definitely uh, going to be a fun segment. We got a lot of great questions planned for that part too, and obviously some some great segments on the, the back part of the show. But I mean, Madden's only how many days away now, Shani? You, you do the math. Uh, well, let's let's count from release day, podcast release day. Let's not count from today. That will mess everybody up. Podcast <laughs> release day is, uh, as you know, it's going to be the seventeenth, Thursday, the seventeenth. Yeah. So if you got so, if you got the goat edition, it'll be five days from then. Wow. That's right. Simple math tells us it'll be five days from then. Wow. What a treat. What a treat. When you hear these words, you don't have to wait five days to play. I know a lot of you freakazoids are out there just itching to get your hands on the the new uh goat edition, but 
in about 10 years, it's not going to be called the good edition. It will be called the Freakazoid edition. And it's going to have all kinds of extra shit in there for you. But anyway, point is, we're we're excited about the game coming out. We're ready to talk a little bit more about our predictions for the season, how our divisions are going to shake out, what the playoffs are going to look like. So, Shami, let's start with the AFC. Why don't you run us through how you see the, the playoff seeding shaking out and then what you see happening. Yeah, you want me to go through all six of mine? Right yeah, yeah, just run through it, and then I'll, I'll do mine. I'll do mine after you. Sounds good. Yeah, all right. So I got one through six here. I got Brad, obviously, at the top in the AFC. Uh, he's going to take he's going to take the West pretty handedly. He's going to be the one seed. But here's a here's a watch out for this. I can see Brad, you know, sandbagging it throughout the season and dropping a couple games so people start thinking like, oh, maybe Brad's not that good. Maybe he kind of sucks. And then he just destroys everyone in the playoffs again. So watch out for that. I could see that being a possibility where he sneaks in as a wild card or something because he doesn't want people on his back all season. And then he just tears it up in the playoffs. But as of now, I'm putting him at one. Uh, I got sharp coming in at two. So he's going to get that by. He's going to take the, the South from Danny. I'm sorry. I still don't think your heart's going to be in it, Danny. I can't, I can't, I can't get behind you taking that division. Three, I got Rogue coming in with the Pats taking the East. Oh. Yep. <laughs> Same as last week, Drew. Uh, four, Matt with the Browns, because remember I said I think Cade's going to check out and he's going to end up like four and 12 on the season because he plays three games and gets one accidental sim win. Yep, then I got last, year. Yeah. last week. <laughs> <laughs> then I do have Danny coming in in a wild card. So I do believe in you a little bit, Danny. I'm going to have to see it. You know, I want you to prove me wrong. I want you to show me you got heart and that Leonard Fournette's just going to run all over the league. But right now I got you coming in the first wild card spot coming out of the, coming out of the AFC South there, Danny with the Jags. And then my six, I'm going Bola. He's in a tough division with Brad, but that doesn't mean he can't get a wild card. Like, yeah, he's got an automatic two losses each season against Brad, but I think he's going to be able to beat uh, Dan with the Broncos and Gary with the Chiefs, and I think he'll he'll fare pretty well outside of the division uh, in those games, and he's going to sneak in in that sixth spot. So that's my AFC predictions. Uh, What do you got, Drew? Well, well, I also go with Brad at the top of the list. I think uh, I think we both agree with that. But I do agree with your uh, state clue there on him possibly pulling a uh, you know a little sandbagging son of a bitch routine where he starts trying mm-hmm. to like make people think he's worse than he is. Uh, yep. Two, I got Danny. I am a Danny believer, as I said last week. Jacks have a talented young roster. Uh, Danny's got a, a big heart and a, and a lot of uh, a lot of will to win. Three, I'm going with Cade as the Bengals. Uh, four, I'm taking the Jets. And five, I got Titans. I think uh, Sharp Sharp will get in the wild card of the AFC South. And as much as it hurts my heart to pick a quitter for the last wild card spot, I'll take Bro. I think you'll uh, I think you'll get that last wild card spot. But who knows? I may quit halfway through the season and all that's irrelevant. Oh wow, going Bro! Wow, that's a shocker. How do you think? How do you, how do you see the? How do you see that shaking out though? Uh, who's your who's your your pick to come out of the AFC? 
I just told you, Drew. <laughs> to come out of the, the – you didn't say who you saw winning at all. Oh, to win it all? Well, Brad, obviously. I mean, come on. Like I said, even if he sandbags and he's the five seed, I still think he's going he's gonna to take it. Uh, he's going to turn the freakadoids into – freakadoids – I can't even say that word. He's going to turn into a freakadoid in the playoffs and, like, just turn it up to 9,000 and just tear everyone up. Probably take that Super Bowl, too, but – See. Well, I'll tell you what, I've actually got a different pick for coming out of AFC, but I'm going to save that for next week when we do uh, AFC and NFC champion the Super Bowl picks. I just want to get yours a little early. <laughs> so who do you have for the NFC uh, playoff picture seeding? Yep. Seeding, of course, I'm going Huss, number one. I mean, come on. He's got the Cardinals. It was really a blessing in disguise for him for Scroats to be taking the 49ers because that roster is abysmal. And even though Huss is great at just getting stupid trades passed where he gets young, talented players for his garbage on the Niners, I still think this Cardinals roster, like he's got even more weapons. He wants to trade around. He's got like 295 speed players at wide receiver. So he's taking that one seat easily. There's no doubt about it. Two, I got Davey coming in with the Lions. Uh, Obviously, especially – if Davey finds himself a money league, he might get up there with Brad and freak it always is I keep trying to say it. What? As a freakazoid. What happened? <laughs> As a freakazoid, Davey might get up to that level if he finds himself a big money league because he's he's gonna want to get that money. So those are the two bye weeks. Three, I'm going I'm going Eric. Uh I know that's a little bit different. Last week I predicted Josh to take the NFC East, but Josh irked me a little bit because he wasn't even chat. I haven't heard anything out of him. He didn't say, hey, thanks for having my back, Shammy. So, I, you know what? I'm nixing it. Josh, his heart's not in it. He's not making the fucking playoffs. It's Eric. The R-words, they're coming in at that three spot. They're taking the NFC East. Hey, hey before you go any further, where do you put heart on the uh, where you value skills in a Madden player? Is it the number one thing you look for? I wouldn't say it's the number one thing I look for because I don't think Brad's heart's in it. Well, it is, but it's a different kind of heart than what Davey and Danny got. Um, You mean a cold and icy heart? Yeah, exactly. Um, So, yeah, I mean, it's it's really complicated. There's, I got some algorithms running, you know, to make sure that I weigh them correctly and it's just way too complicated to to tell our viewers like you know the dumb nates out there I don't want to confuse them or anything so good point all right so you have a four (laughs) four I got you Drew uh you're gonna take that division obviously I know unfortunately I have you at the bottom seed of the division winners but I think that's how it's gonna shake out you'll probably get some sim losses here or there when you're out and about doing your uh, your your uh, rambling man, going around, you know, whatever, heading out to to Ole Miss, watching some games, getting blackout. So I think you're going to come in with that four seed. Uh, for the wild cards, I had to debate this one for a little while because there's there's a lot of talent out in the NFC if you haven't noticed. So I had to make some cuts here, 
but five, I put myself because I can't sit here and pretend like I don't think I'm a good player because I am. I'm just not on Huss's level. I'm just not on Brad's level. So I got myself coming in at five. I think Scroats and me, we're both going to be battling pretty hard for that second seed in the in the uh, West, but I'm coming out on top, baby. Then I got six. I ended up having to go. I was looking, again, Scroats, he's going to be up there. I think Smart Nate, he's going to be, you know, pounding up there. Like, he'll be a sneaky play, even though he doesn't have a great roster. But I had to go Prez. Uh, Prez is always pretty sneaky, sneaky good. Like, you don't hear anything out of him. He doesn't ever say anything in chat. But he can ball when he needs the ball. So, I think he's taking that sixth spot in the north just behind Davey. All right. Well, for mine, I think, uh, number one, I'm going leading off with Davey. I think uh, Davey, unless he does find that money league, <clears throat> like you said, mm-hmm. there's a there's a good chance he's going to freak his oid out. Uh, and, you know, he's going to take the league by storm, run the NFC. Two, I got me, shocking the world, coming in, in the second seed in the NFC. I think a lot of people, a lot of the fans out there may be picking me to win the division, but I'm in that four slot like you. And uh, I don't, I don't think that's going to be the case. I, I like, I like me uh, up there at two, three, and then I see I'm taking you. Uh, I did pick you to win the West, and uh, I, I think you're going to have a better record than uh, uh, the R words, who you know I picked last week, and they're my fourth team. Uh, and, and actually, you know, I, you say R words. I'm not afraid to say it. I'm not afraid to say Redskins. I don't mean anything bad by oh. it. I'm just calling oh, uh, wow. it by uh, what what. Uh, Mr. Goodell, Commissioner Goodell, and the uh, rest of the league executives have uh, basically taught me to call it. So. Yeah, well, uh, I mean, yeah. it was. I, I just want to interrupt real quick and just say, you know, listeners, it was a good run and everything, but it's going to be real sad when uh, the liberal media gets us shut down next week because Drew can't contain his mouth. So it was a good run, guys, uh, but we're going to have to well, end it after this show. Uh, if any if any cucks out there want to try and shut me down, I just say come on and join us, guest in the nest, and uh, let's hash it out. All right. So for my my wild card picks, I got Huss coming in at the fifth uh, five seed, first wild card slot, and then I got uh, another NFC West guy, Sproach, coming in at the last wild card spot. And uh, I just think there's a lot of talent out there in the West, as usual. Pretty tough division. Uh, a lot of teams like to flock to, to those those teams. For some reason, I don't understand why everybody likes the 49ers, but uh, good players tend to gravitate towards them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's my NFC. And, of course, next week I'll, I'll, I'll let you know who I got coming out of those uh, conferences, but uh, no previews from me this week. <laughs> By the way, I just, I just want to let – the listeners know that that was totally Drew asking me that and then realizing, ooh, we can use this next week as as content. So that's why he didn't give his own because he realized we can use it next week. That's, that's somewhat true. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we're going to move on to the guest segment coming up here. Yeah, but, but before we get to that, I have a, I actually have a, a listener put this in, and I'm not going to – call him out because he might he might uh he can identify himself if he wants to but he's got to stay clued here uh and if you guys have noticed if you're ever active in chat you got you know you rattle off a couple messages 
and then you're gone for an hour or two. You take a look at your phone, and all of a sudden you have like 50 goddamn alerts, and it's Jet Hughes has liked your comment just 50 damn times, and Hughes is just liking everyone's shit. Well, this stay clued from this listener is that Thomas Hughes is trying to win back the hearts of the league by giving hearts to everyone. He thinks when you see that on your phone, you're thinking like, oh, wow, Hughes isn't that bad of a guy. He's liking everything I'm saying. So that's just, that's a stay clued right there is watch out for this. I think he's trying to buy your hearts back. Don't buy into it. Well, I don't know. I'm not sure how I feel about that, but uh, I mean, we could easily just ask him because he's up next on our first guest in the nest segment. Jamie in the nest, you got me in the nest, and we got Thomas Hughes, the Jets in the nest. Thomas, what's up? What's going on, guys? I really thought that was Glad the last that. fucking time I was going to ever have to listen to that song when I played Madden last year, and you're really bringing that back. That's really fucking crazy, Drew. We thought it would be a good touch for the guests in the nest segment <laughs> this week. As everybody knows, the guest in the nest segment does change from week to week as far as the uh, the intro song. We felt like that was a good one for our first one. And we feel like you're a great guest to have on for this first first ever guest in the nest segment. Before we get into any of the questions, I wanted to see, do you have any thoughts on the, the state clue that uh, Shammy just brought up? You know what? I don't really appreciate Shammy exposing me like that. Hey, you know I'm... Why I'm... <laughs> I'm, I'm just going with what the viewers are telling me, man. That's it. That's all. I I could I could save a a litter full of puppies, and Shammy would still find a way to spin it as a negative. I'm just trying to share some <laughs> love with the league, and he's those, kids, those puppies probably have rabies, man. <laughs> See, he always finds a like, negative. I like the I like the sharing the hearts. I like the positivity. I think we the league needs more positivity. Keep liking the messages. Keep up the good work. I'll so, uh, what what thoughts what thoughts do you have on the upcoming season? I know you heard our our division uh, winners pick last week, and you know I don't know if you heard, but I, I picked you to to win your division, 
And, uh, you know, I got, got a little feedback from the fans on that, a lot of heat for not picking the Patriots. But to be honest with you, I don't see it. I don't think Bro has it in it. Well, when when you got a quitter like Bro running the Patriots, it doesn't even matter. The Patriots could be a team full of 99s, and he's still going to run that into the ground. So I'm I'm not too worried about Bro. I'm not too worried about Bobby. Uh, dumb Nate will make his dumb mistakes late in the game, so that's an easy win as well. So uh, I, I think I'm with you. I think I got a good shot at winning that every year. I like it. I like it. I like the confidence. Do you have any? You have any sleepers? Any, any teams to watch out for this year? You think might wind up sneaking out, winning the division that people don't expect? Um. Well, coming from my exile, I've heard. Uh, I've heard Brad's a freakazoid now, so it doesn't really matter. Uh, we're all just playing for second. Um, Very true. I think uh, I think Rack's got a good chance with the Cowboys out in the uh, the NFC East. Um, I think you're going to steamroll your division with you got probably the three worst players in the league in there with you. Um, yeah, biggest sleeper probably Shammy. Shammy in the uh, the the NFC West. That's a that's a division from hell. But I think uh, I think with the Seahawks, he can pull it out. I like that. Thanks. I like Thanks. that pick. I feel bad like for M1 out well. there, for real. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why he M1? would take that. I said I feel bad for him being in that division. <laughs> I don't know why I went with yeah. Rams. I heard he <laughs> he consulted a few a few people in the league. He he threw a poll out there, and then he went with the poll. <laughs> and I don't know why people screwed him over and said Rams, but I'll put my hand up. I said Rams. So. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, right. he's that really M1 is uh, easy wins a year. The, the M1 is, is a great point to bring up because he's a fellow Canadian, uh, a fellow uh, brother from north of the border. And that brings me to my first question to you, which is, or first non-Madden-related question, which is, uh, who are the three best Canadians of all time? Oh, uh, that's a rough one. Um. Well, uh, from from my lifetime, I gotta go. Uh, I gotta go. Sidney Crosby with the golden goal. That's that's huge for us. Hockey's hockey's everything up in Canada. So he's definitely up there. Um. Probably uh, Steve Nash. Steve Nash is definitely up there for me. A uh, little white Canadian nice. boy who could ball. That was big growing up. Um, and a third one. I don't know. I probably should pick some historical figure like uh, Terry Fox running across the country on one leg, but I don't know. We, we, nice. we don't got like much anyone, to pick from. Any one-legged to <laughs> Anytime you can pick a one-legged anything, I think that's a good choice. <laughs> yeah. um, a nice pity. Are, the, so are, all those, are all those white guys? Uh, oh, definitely. That, that's all oh, we got. Bre- breaking news. He's as racist. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's enough. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's move on a little bit to something a little bit lighter somewhat. Uh, You know, we all have uh, times where we lose our cool. We all have times where we might not make the best decisions or or just flat out melt down. And uh, what would you say of all time? What would you say your favorite all-time personal meltdown is of LOA history? Uh 
Well, I, I think the the listeners, the obvious uh, answer they're going to expect is the uh, the whole Globo situation, but uh, I, I'm going to go with something different. Um, I don't recall all the facts of this. It's a year and a half ago, but uh, maybe it'll be a little alternative facts here, but this was the uh, <laughs> our, our LOA Baseball League. Andrew, this one involves you. We had a, a little spat. If I remember correctly, we had a game where we were tied. It disconnected. We had to replay it. Uh, I think you went up early, and I had to go somewhere. So I said, all right, Andrew, I'm going to give you this win. I got to go. Uh, Andrew decided he didn't like quitters, and he wasn't going to stand for that. And he decided to, to berate me for wanting to quit early and not finish the whole game. Um, and I think it just kind of spitballed from there. I think Bats got involved in it. Um, Shocker. <laughs> yeah. And I think it kind of just the whole chat blew up. I got frustrated, had a, a classic Q's meltdown, and just uh, just deleted the chat. I might have deleted the league. I don't remember. Andrew says I deleted the league. I was asking him <laughs> earlier, trying to get <laughs> trying to get my story straight here. Um, but no one really cared for baseball anyway, so the league was dying anyway. So I think that's why I got a pass for that one. But that's probably my uh, that was that was the start of the Hughes meltdowns. You guys should have seen the writing on the wall with that one. Well, you know they say uh, if we don't uh, learn from the mistakes of our past, we're doomed to repeat them. I'm glad to see that you learned from the mistakes of the past, as as all of us hopefully have. Um, but yeah, that's a good story, and uh, I kind of forgot all the details. You kind of you reminded me there and made me uh, feel a little more guilty for uh, inciting the meltdown myself by uh, not uh, accepting a friendly quit. I, I tried to go to the uh, through our DMs to see if we had any. Uh, we hashed it out in DMs, and I scroll up to May of last year, and all I see is a picture of an olive branch from Andrew. Like, buddy, let's add this, and then I just said, "I love you," and that was it. Peace, <laughs> peace is always thing. the best solution. <laughs> it's such a dream so, uh, just to send a picture of an olive branch. So we got one more question for you before we we get into the last part of the guest in the nest segment, which actually I think a lot of our fans are going to like because we're going to do a guest in the nest leak in DMs. Uh, but before we get to that, right. I got to ask you, who is your least favorite BDB boy? Uh, oh, that's an easy one. That's Keller for sure. Well. See, well, I, well, everyone's well, gonna expect everyone's gonna expect Bart Clark, or they're gonna expect Bobby. But Keller's been quite the quite the Judas lately with the uh, the appearing offline on PlayStation and not accepting party invites and not wanting to play <laughs> play video games with the BDB boys. So uh, Keller's definitely in the uh, the doghouse lately. Wow. Wow, that's a shocker. I mean, I don't think anyone saw that coming. Uh, me and Shammy talked a little bit about this before, and I actually thought you were going to go with uh, with with Bobby. I thought I thought you were going to go with Bobby, and then he thought you were going to go with the other guy, the guy who's not in the league, because he said he remembered you saying that he was a, no- a notorious racist. <laughs> uh, you can ask uh, Day and B Rad about that one. They had a nice little spat a few. A few months ago, so he'll give you the full sure. details on on Bart Clark. I don't think I want the full details. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll just take your word for it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. So, so for the last part here, 
the last part here, we've got leaking DMs. We've uh, got Hughes to, to pick out five of his uh, DMs, I believe, we got. And uh, he's not going to say who they're from. Me and Shammy might try to take a stab at him. Uh, but, of course, he's not going to confirm or deny who the, uh, the leaker or the actual DM is from that's being leaked. So let's get into those real quick, Hughes, and see what you got for us. All right. Um, yeah, I, I picked out some good ones here. I think uh, I think there's a few obvious ones, um, and, and there's one I think you guys are going to have a hard time with. Uh, one of them actually involves you two, so that'll be interesting to see for sure. Um, I'll start. I'll start with the easiest one, though. Everyone's going to know who this is off the bat. Even he he incriminates himself in this one. Um, so this one here is. This kicking shit is annoying, and Bolt's calling me childish for having neck tattoos made me close chat for the night. Dude is a GD clone and so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take a guess and say that's Johnny. Uh, yeah. I don't know anyone else with neck tattoos. <laughs> oh, I, I thought Bolt's might have had some neck tattoos, but I guess I'm wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, plot twist is Bolt, it's not Johnny. (laughs) I think that needs to be, uh, I'll I'll tell you that (laughs) offline, Drew. (laughs) Go ahead with the next one. All right. Um, This one here is a, this is a current LOA member, I'll say that. Having a meltdown sent me this DM. I'm leaving the league, so I don't give a fuck. Fuck Brad, fuck Kevy, fuck Drew, I don't care. (laughs) <laughs> and, and this is not me. This this sounds like a huge meltdown, but this is not a huge meltdown. And it's a this current. I think I know who it is. I think I know who it is. <laughs> now don't remember though. Don't don't tell us. You did tell us Johnny because that one was obvious. But don't tell well, us. I, I didn't tell you. It, right? Don't Johnny, tell I us. That it was obvious. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna go with. I think it's Dylan. Oh damn. I'm going to say I don't think it's Dylan because it sounds like someone who would have an issue with admins. I'm, I I got to go. I got to go. Bobby or something. It might have been after like one of his trades got denied or something. I don't know. And maybe oh, or maybe wow, yeah. that would after, make sense too because I would yeah. definitely be have given him shit about his trade, so he would he would be upset at me too. Or maybe it was after uh, like after global and all that, and then. Uh, when we would let Sir Opto back in the league, which I don't even know what his <laughs> like the stuff behind it, but I remember I remember Bobby being pissed because he's like, oh, we'll let this clown back in the league, but we won't let Drew or not Drew, we won't let Hughes back in the league. So it might have been around that time too. I'm going Bobby. All right, I'm not. I'm not going to comment other than to say you're both wrong. Oh, damn. Nice. <laughs> All right, uh, uh, three and four are a little related, so I'm, I'm going to read them back to back. They're from two different people, but they're they're both regarding an old LOA member. Um, so this first one here is after someone had a meltdown. Sorry, man, got a lot of personal shit going on right now. I've been in a bad mood all day because of the restart, and Dalton immediately talking shit and swinging his little Madden dick around lit my fire. <laughs> And and the second one here is, it's always why I keep sticking up for Dalton. Like, it's not that I dislike Dalton. I actually think he's just 
gets cocky, but when I see Brownie or Trev talking shit about him, it makes me want to go to war for Dalton, LOL. (laughs) (laughs) True, you got a guess on that one? I'm going to guess. Yeah, they're not both from the same person, right? No, two different people. Yeah, I think the I think the first one I think the first one about the little Madden dick it might be me. That's not like something I would say. <laughs> uh, but uh, the second one I don't know who that is. I I don't know who would be feeling like they should go to war for him. Uh, I don't know. I can't imagine. I can't imagine now, any warrior for Dalton. This sounds like Don't it was a time. It sounds like it was a time before I was in the league because I don't think I was around when. Uh, Brownie was around and all all that, so I'm gonna have to pass yeah, on that one. Yeah, I think it might have been, yeah, been pre for sure. Yeah. Yep. Hey, will you all tell right. me what the first yeah. one be? No, no, the first one was not you. <laughs> that says oh, something about else getting uh... <laughs> it, it did. It, it did sound like a, a Druism with the little Madden dick for sure. <laughs> yeah, I, can't believe, I feel like somebody might have heard me say that and like stole it. You from can't. There, there, there's a, there's a new segment for you, Druisms. Yeah. We talked about that. But that. That. that really says something about Drew that he doesn't know for sure if he was the one who said that. To <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I align with you. I align with what he said. I think I think the DM was true at the time. Dalton was he was he was he was swinging his little mad dick a bit. But I mean, <laughs> you know, that was that was a time that you know long ago. Who knows what he's doing now? All right, and here's the last one. Um, this one I I don't think you guys would get in a million years. Um, all right, here we go. LOL, I really do hate Bolt and Drew and Sham, though. I hate that Titan and him are so for them. Whoa. Uh, a, a, little break down and a, little, uh, a little shit talk in there for uh, Bolt, Lots Drew, and break Sham down getting there. together. Yeah, to all, me, all three of the renegades. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to me, that. Bring it up, Shammy. Admin. I think we lost you there for a minute. Oh, can you hear me now? I was saying I feel like it almost has to be a prior admin because uh, he's talking about Titan and him, I'm assuming, Davey. This is probably around the time when uh, we were starting a lot of shit. <laughs> Remember, we got like a warning, a warning from Kev, like he DM'd us <laughs> all warnings. Like you're all getting a, a written warning from the LOA, which we had nothing in our in our in our rules about like warnings. So it's like, all right, so this is basically just like, hey, stop it, or we might kick you. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> so, Shami, Shami, you think that the him he's talking about, Titan and him, is is Titan and Davy? Yeah, the person – I mean, I don't know. I think Davey was fighting the fight when they were talking about – because remember when Bolts almost got kicked too? That's probably around the time this was. That's my guess. Um, Let, let's be honest. Davey, Davey will go to war for anybody in the league. <laughs> almost anybody. Davey's, Davey's always got the underdogs back. <laughs> <laughs> that's very true. He Davey's does. probably the he only reason I, the I got returned. <laughs> mm-hmm. Davey is a man of the Davey people, probably man. Really, uh, well, uh, 
Hughes, I think that was been an awesome, awesome segment to have you on the Guest of the Nest for the first first time. And, uh, you know, we're hoping to do the show for the whole duration of the season. So hopefully we'll be able to get you back on here again, ask you some more. Yeah, uh, it's, you know, it's definitely an honor to be the first. Yeah, well, we're glad to have you, man. And uh, we'll send you off with this. Blessings, peace be with you, and a little bit of this. Everybody loves a good eagle screech. Sometimes mm-hmm. you got to throw one out there. Uh, but yeah, we do appreciate Hughes coming on. It was a great segment. Thought we got to get a, get a little bit better look at the at the man behind the mask and uh, learn a little bit more about him. I really I really did like the the, the BDB pick of Killer. Kind of threw me for a loop. Oh uh, yeah, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, not at all. And I'm going to go ahead, I'm going to go on record right now and say, you know what, I still don't like you. I still don't. But you're not my least favorite BDB member anymore. I'm going to go, I'm going to just give a little teaser here. Bro is now my least favorite BDB boy because we all know he's the newest addition and uh, he's just annoying as shit. I don't like him. He's my least favorite. Hughes, you're now my second least favorite. So congratulations. Thanks for coming on the show. Well, that is something we'll do soon, I think, is the uh, BDB Boy rankings. And I'll go ahead and tease Miley's fair BDB Boy as well. It is, bro. And we all know <laughs> the story why. He's a quitter. He quit on me at a bad time to be a man and own up to it. So, you know what? I say it as a, a, as a slight, and uh, he's my least fair BDB Boy. But I'm not going to give any more of my rankings. I'll tell you this. Uh, you you won't believe who's in, who's in my least favorite slot. It's uh, not anybody you would expect. So tune in for that later on. But we got a lot of good segments coming up here, and uh, I think we should go ahead and dive right into them. I think uh, the one that everybody really was looking forward to hearing, uh, you know, from last week, one of the best reviewed segments we had was Smart Nate Dumb Nate, and uh, we got a real good one in store this week. So uh, I'll just dive right into it. It's, it's a little bit of a lengthy story here, but just bear with me. I think it's going to paint a real good picture of just what kind of Nate this is for you. Uh, authorities wanted to talk to a man who donned a fairly realistic bear costume, head and all, and wore it when harassing a mother bear and two cubs trying to feed on pink salmon in the Alaska River. The incident happened in the Chilkoot River near Haines, said Alaska Fishing Game Assistant Area Management Biologist, Mark Soji. It wasn't immediately known what the man was trying to accomplish with the bear suit. crowd gathered uh, at a weir, which is used to count fish, because the sow and her two cubs had frequently showed up there to feed during the salmon run. The crowd, which is kept at a safe distance from the weir, became startled when a man decked out in a bear outfit ran through the area Monday evening. The man began to jump up and down and then got close to the cubs within five to ten feet, Soji said. Alaska fishing game technician Lou Senecola moved the sow out of the way for the man's safety and then tried to talk to the man, which Soji said is a little bit outside of Senecola's normal duties. Our job is to count fish, Soji said. The man refused to identify himself and... He reported that the, he told the technician, you have the license plate number. 
You figure it out. Then he drove off without ever removing the costume head and revealing his face. Not to unpack there, but basically this crazy dude was dressed up like a bear, getting real close to a mother bear and her two cubs, which anybody who knows anything about bears knows, like, if you want to die, that's a surefire way to do it. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what, you know, I'm going to plant my flag right off the bat and say this is a dumb Nate right here. Like, this man clearly had, you know, this man was trying to commit suicide via bear and just get mauled to death. Coming out there in a full-on bear suit with a mama bear and two cubs. Like, this man wanted to die in front of a crowd of people that probably has kids in them. Like, this is a dumb Nate through and through. Not a chance can this be a smart Nate. No smart person would ever put an entire bear costume on and then go try to scare a bear away with her cubs. Well, I'll tell you what, you're wrong about that. And uh, let me tell you why. First, let me ask you a question. Uh, who did you say it was that that uh, did this with the bear costume? What was his name? You mean? Oh, that's right. You called him. You called him the man because nobody knows. <laughs> and this happened three or two years ago. Excuse me. Two years ago, this happened, and the bear man is still on the run. And to my knowledge. He's probably not really running. He's probably sitting up somewhere, living his normal life, probably doing this somewhere else now. But to me, it's a smart name because he's still alive. A, he's, you know, he, nobody knows who he is. He, he obviously, I think he had to have used like a stolen car or something. He said you had the license plate, figure it out, and then sped off, and they don't know who he is today. I mean, what? How do you explain that? I think he's a pretty smart Nate, if you ask me. And I got to stay clued on that, too. He probably, like, this man's probably going through a divorce or something, and his wife's seeing some other guy, and he probably stole that dude's car and dressed up like a bear and then told them that, like, you got the license plate number. You figure it out because he's trying to get him pinned for whatever charges that would be, trying to scare a bear, like trying to commit suicide via bear. So that's a little stay clued there, but – I still I get it like yeah he didn't get caught and everything but that was just a this that's pure luck right there man that this man should be dead and it should have been that should have been it this man should no longer be alive that's it well that's the that's the darker flip side of the coin is that you know I don't really see how this guy had any other intention here but uh, coming out in a you know in a body bag he he's he's a dead man. Even if you got a bear costume on, there's no reason he should have survived that. And uh, the article, the, the, the full article, which I believe it or not, as long as that was, that was still just like a little excerpt. And mm-hmm. uh, the full article said it was a very realistic bear costume, which I don't, I don't know how realistic a bear costume can get. But I was kind of picturing something from like Chuck E. Cheese's. So I mean, <laughs> you know. yeah, how realistic can the bear costume be? And it be like. Like this man had to be like six eight if the if it looked realistic. Otherwise, he probably just looked like a midget bear out there. Yeah, a little little bitch boy bear. <laughs> I don't know. I think I still think he's a smart Nate because I mean we don't know much about it, and clearly he's not in jail and he's not dead mm-hmm. to our knowledge. I mean, now he may have gone and done this again, successfully completed his mission of death by bear attack. 
But really, that, does, that doesn't explain it. Because if he was going to do that, why would he not just go out there without a costume? Why did he need the costume? <laughs> That's true, too. He <laughs> got me there. I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's just some fantasy of his that he just wants to get to a bear fight dressed up as a bear. I don't know. I'll yeah, well, hey, I'll if any of our listeners that. have... Go ahead. Yeah, if any of our listeners have an idea as to, to why that might have been the case, maybe what his logic was, just let us know. I'm interested to hear any theories on that because it's pretty strange to me, but I do think it's a smart Nate. A strange Nate, but a smart Nate. <laughs> I Whatever do like he was your... trying to do, he clearly did successfully. I do like your theory that uh, he's he's just out there doing this all over the place. <laughs> like, this wasn't a one-time thing for him. This is just like his weekend hobby is just <laughs> going out and dressing up like a bear and trying to scare bears off a of salmon. <laughs> Maybe that's what it was. It was his spot, and he was sick and tired of these fucking bears taking his salmon, so he tried to scare them off. Yeah, or maybe maybe he's like a big fish guy. He just wants to protect the fish, and he just kind of – I mean, why the hell would he not just scare – you can scare him off a hundred other ways than go up in a bear costume. I don't bother that. But, yeah, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll look for the listener theories on that. Let's move on to another popular segment that carried over from last week, Davy's Decadence. I don't think we need to go over the definition again for all the dumb nays out there, but uh, by synonyms. now you know how the – yeah, I don't think we need any synonyms. I mean, you know how the <laughs> game works. We're going to give a good gift uh, or a gift idea, I guess, for Davy to gift to himself. And uh, it's usually going to be, you know, it's, it's nothing a true peasant like you were rocking it for, but this one's actually pretty affordable for what you're going to get. Let me tell you a little bit about Cosmo. According to the website, Cosmo is a gifted little guy with a mind of his own. He's a real-life robot like you've only seen in movies with a -a one-of-a-kind personality that evolves the more you hang out. He'll nudge you to play and keep you constantly surprised. Cosmo is your accomplice in a crazy amount of fun. Now, I didn't write that. That's what their website said, a crazy amount of fun. That sounds kind of mysterious, but I think it's going to be sweet. Uh, but to tell you a little bit about it, it's a little pet robot that does all kinds of awesome things with you. It can be yours for only one seventy nine ninety nine. Nobody on party chat, nobody coming over to watch the Mets game with you. Daisy, Cosmo is always ready to play. You can order Cosmo by going to www.anki.com slash en-us slash Cosmo. That's Cosmo with a Z. Slash shop dash now. Now that's kind of confusing, so we'll post it on the group me. But uh, that's the link to go get Cosmo. And Shami, you you look at Cosmo a little bit online. What what do you think about it? You think it would be a good gift for uh, David to get to himself? Absolutely, man. That way, you know, we always hear David talking about like, oh, girlfriend, this girlfriend, that. I think he said the other day, maybe it was in party chat, he was saying that his girlfriend usually working during the week, so when he sees her on the weekends, well, guess what, Davey? If uh, if you're getting lonely during the week while you don't have anyone on party chat, there you go. You got Cosmo to keep you company. You got Cosmo during the week, girlfriend during the weekend. Treat yourself. I mean, uh, I think you're kind of – you're insinuating almost that Cosmo can – I don't mean like that. <laughs> I don't mean like that. I'm just saying to have a companion in the room with you. No sexual favors here. Come on, Drew. Get your head out of the gutter. I mean, he does, 
the website does say you can be your accomplice in all kinds of crazy fun. <laughs> Man, this took a real weird turn. All right, let's just be clear. Your Cosmo is not like a, a jack-off robot or anything. It's not going to do anything <laughs> like that for you. It like, plays games. It plays games. It does things like that. You, you're not going to get any kind of like sexual pleasures from Cosmo. It might be able to like play porno on its little TV or something on its on its uh, thing. I don't know. I don't know how that'll work. But we're not advertising it as like an adult product, and I don't know why. The, the thing, you, what you were just saying, Jeremy, really came across as like, you know, your girlfriend's away. Cosmo can play. I don't know. I don't like it. I don't like how it felt. So I just want to clear that up. And uh, yeah, it's, it's not a little jack off bot. It's, it's a yeah. playful little robo toy that's only one seventy nine ninety nine. We'll we'll post the link for you, baby. I gotta say so now. Uh, <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. I gotta say uh, that uh, it clearly is not a jack off bot. But if it was, you know what member I think would probably really like this robot? I don't know. I don't know the. the Jackoff specialist uh, of the league is. Probably our member of the week, Drew. Wow. Wow. What a segue there. I didn't even <laughs> see that coming. Ladies and gentlemen, that really wasn't uh, planned at all. He just totally, totally brought that wasn't, in there. I, so. thought, I thought you were going to be able to jive off of me and realize I was segueing into the next segment. No, I mean, you surprised me. I, I was really kind of curious. I thought there was some information I didn't know about, about someone in the league who, who really would enjoy if Cosmo was a bit more of a, you know, adult play toy. But anyway, uh, <laughs> the member of the week segment's new. We didn't do it last week. The way it works is we pick a member each week. We talk a little bit about what we know about them, if anything. We talk a little bit about their Madden skills, you know, maybe like a projection for how they're going to do this year in their division. Maybe we'll go through some DMs we have from them, uh, you know, that aren't too like, uh, you know, we, we don't, we're not going to show anything too personal or anything, just just something kind of funny. And then uh, normally we're going to close the member of the week segment by telling you something nobody knows about this guy that we think is true. Uh, and uh, yeah, I think this week you're really going to like the member of the week. It's everybody's favorite uh, Louisiana native, Dylan. Uh, why don't you start things off here, Shami? Tell us a little bit about what we know about Dylan. What we know about Dylan? Well, we know he's an LSU fan because he's a Louisiana boy. Saints fan for the same reason. But then it gets it gets a little weird, and he's a Bills fan for some reason. I, I don't understand that one. Uh, he likes the Astros. Again, don't get that one. And uh, what's up with that, Dylan? Now, granted, I know it sounds weird coming from me being a Cowboys fan in the Midwest, but uh, come on, it's America's team. You can be wherever and love that team. I agree. I totally agree. I think uh, the Bills thing is kind of strange, but if I remember correctly, he went to school up there or something like that. What? Uh, I think think he's – yeah, I think so. Or like he he has a a family who did or something. I don't know. some kind of connection to the Bills for sure. Or maybe it's just that he went to school with somebody who's related to Jim Kelly. I don't know what the deal is. <laughs> maybe. He's got some kind of connection like that. We'll confirm it with Dylan, but I know there is some kind of legit reason for him to be a Bills fan. Also, he's an Astros fan, which, uh, you know, so am I. So that's just good he is. Fellow Astro fan in the league is nice to have. 
And then finally, he lives uh, in Louisiana, down in the bayou. Uh, if you don't know anything about Louisiana, uh, you know, I invite you to come check out the state sometime. Dylan will give you a wonderful tour. I'm sure it's a it's a, a beautiful place with a lot of culture, a lot of good food, um, rich rich history, and uh, a lot of swamps and gators and shit like that, and just nasty stuff and cajuns too, which are pretty nasty. So uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much all we know about Dylan. I don't know. I mean, he, he's a, a good friend of the league and a friend of everyone in the league, but I don't know that much more than that is really known about him. Uh, but, you know, moving on to, like, Madden skills and sort of, like, his projection for the season, unfortunately for Dylan, he's in the division of death, which is uh, doesn't really refer to the – what I call the division of death and really doesn't refer to the strength of the division as a whole, but just the fact that nobody else is, is, is going to win the division in uh, the NFC South for me. So it's death for everybody else, and unfortunately that includes Dylan. But I think he could finish second. I think he certainly can be better than the other two members in that division. Uh, and I'd be interested to see what you think uh, the best Dylan can do in the NFC South is. Yeah, I think I think I kind of agree. I think he'll be like a, a two. I think he can pull that off. I do have a little bit of like a, a stay clued on Dylan. I know that we've had a lot of stay clues this episode, and they're, they're going to keep coming. But uh, – I think his Madden skills are actually like a lot of people think like, oh, Dylan's really bad at Madden. But here's the thing. I think he's he's decent. He's all right at Madden. But he's just so far into the stick of being bad at Madden. Like, oh, there goes Dylan throwing 70 times in one game again that he just keeps doing it for the stick. Like, he's like, this is what people expect. I'm going to give it to him. So he just keeps on doing it. I feel like – I think he's made the playoffs before, although that might have been the season where half the league was on – on autopilot, but I I think he's actually better than what he puts out there. But he's just so committed to the stick, as we know Dylan always is, that he's he just keeps throwing seventy times a game instead of running the ball when he should. Yeah, that's a good point. I definitely think there there's a chance that could be true. He is a uh, big believer in the power of the stick. Uh, one of the one of the true food, one, uh, one of the true few followers of the shtick. You want to try to say that? Few followers of the shtick? One of the true, true few, few followers of the shtick. <laughs> try to say Freakadoidism. I don't know why I to say that. That was tough. But, yeah, he, he really does believe in the shtick a lot, and that, that is a good chance that he really is better than he believes, I, or leads on, rather. And I think that's probably the case. Uh, I've played him in some tight games over the last few years, and Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I believe he can be better than any leads on. Um, so like, let's let's go on a little bit and see. Do you have any uh, do you have any DMs from Dylan that you might want to read? Yeah, I got I got uh, there was a couple, but I kind of narrowed it down. You know, had to pick and choose. I narrowed down one that kind of really encompasses Dylan, uh, all in one, just one DM, and I got it here. It's from April fourth at 12.30 p.m., and it reads, quote, add me back to chat, end quote. So uh, that, that's my Dylan quote. What do you got for us, Drew? Well, do you, do you have another one that you wanted to read, too? Because the one I had I can't find right now, and uh, that's really bad on my part, but I really want to find it because it's really good. So 
If you have another one, we can read that, or <laughs> we can just skip on to the next part, and I can read my DM after that because I definitely want you to hear it. But uh, I would yeah. say, I'll let's, say let's I... oh, go ahead. Do you have another one you could read? <laughs> no, I don't have another one. I lied when I said I had to narrow it down because it was very clear. I was just going to pick to add me back the chat message that he sent me. So, uh, no, I don't have another one, Drew. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, since I can't really find the one I'm looking for, this is another one I just scrolled on to. And instead of reading a DM from Dylan, I'm going to read a DM from me to Dylan. And uh, this is from uh, almost a year ago, September 20th, 2016. I said at, uh, shit, 1.30 in the morning, I said, Titan told me to... <laughs> I can't really get this out. All right, first let me say this is, uh, before I say anything here, this is a joke I was I was playing on Dylan. Uh, so none of what I say is really true. <laughs> But I'm going to go ahead and read it anyway. I know it did. Uh, Titan told me last night in party chat that a lot of people apparently do it. Just let someone else play their games when they are in a slump. He said Kevio told him several names that he suspected of it, and Kevin didn't even seem to care. <laughs> and if you could, the, the, the response for Dylan there is like 50 question marks. LMAO, no, I would never do that. I can't believe people are doing that, etc. But yeah, this is just some silly, silly, foolish thing. And actually, what made me realize that I had this was because I saw a text a little bit later apologizing to Dylan for the for the joke. I felt like it was kind of bad because I didn't want to think that people were. Uh, accusing him of letting his brother play for him or whatever it was I accused him of doing. But, uh, yeah, Titan and Kevio, that was uh, – they knew. I think they, they knew I did that too probably, uh, or maybe they didn't, but I told them after or something. But it was kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for the last uh, last bit of the Member of the Week segment here, uh, something nobody knows about Dylan that we think is true. My, I think Dylan actually lives in a houseboat. I know Louisiana's got a lot of water down there, a little swampy. I think he lives down the bayou on an actual boat, and uh, I think <laughs> I lives on a houseboat, huh? I can see. Yeah, that. I mean, I think it's just kind of a Louisiana thing. Like, I just picture them living on a lot of houseboats. Mhm. And I'm, I, I could buy into that. I, I believe it. Uh, mine's actually, mine is. Uh, I don't think Dylan actually works at Jimmy John's. I think he's just a really big fan of Jimmy John's. So he's just there all the time. And occasionally when they, you know, go out back to smoke for a smoke break, he just gets back there and makes his own sandwich because he's been there so long. He knows how to make every single one of them. So that's my, I think that's true about Dylan. He doesn't work at Jimmy John's. He's just there all the time because he loves Jimmy John's. He loves Jimmy John's. Well, I mean, I'll say this, uh, the, the flaw I see in that logic is if Dylan loves Jimmy John Adams, he'd be a pretty fat dude, and he, he, he's not he's not a fat enough dude to eat Jimmy John's all the time. But I guess Jimmy John's is supposedly kind of healthy, so you could you could get away with eating that a lot and mm-hmm. probably not be not be too too bad. But yeah, Dylan, Dylan I, I don't think that matches up because I think he'd be he look a lot bigger than he is if he ate Jimmy John's all the time just because he loves it, and not just because he's there working. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
so yeah, so we'll move on a little bit here. We're, we're uh, this this is uh, coming down to the close here. We got top five freeloaders in the LOA. People who you know they just kind of passing through sometimes, not really giving too much back to the league. Uh, let's just get into it right away, Shami. Who you got? Number five. Number five. Well, Drew, I I got you at five. You know, I mean, what? I know this this is probably a little bit of a shock to you, but. I got you at five because you just you your thing is just coming into chat with some toilet Snapchat video you made, getting all these hearts, calling someone out, you know, just stirring the pot, and then you disappear, and then you uh, you get a couple sim losses every season, and you start pounding the door on on redraft, and that's what that's freeloading activity. And I'll be honest with you, I would have put you higher up on this list, but we got this podcast now, so you're starting to contribute something, but I still got to put you in the top five because you've been freeloading for a while. Anytime, you know, three months after release, it just, you just start coasting. So just remember this three months from now. I'm, it'll three be, months, I told you six so months. Months. Oh, six months. months. You need to add up a little better. You need to add <laughs> up a little better. Six months is my cutoff usually. But, yeah, you're right. I can take the constructive criticism. I think I do belong on the list. But I'm trying to work my way out of that and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Maybe maybe hopefully not even be in the top ten one day if we can keep these episodes churning out. Yeah. Uh, so number four on my list is, is, is bittersweet for me. I hate to do this because I hate to ever speak ill of any man I've ever broken bread with. And everybody knows I've broken bread with Josh. We ate a, a good burger in Denver when I was up there. And, uh, man, you know, Josh, he's, he's a good guy, but he, he, he's a freeloader too now. Don't forget because he's here. He's, he's in the league. He's not in the chat much, and uh, then, you know, he's always kind of just waiting on MLB season so he can start his own league because he's got his own league cooking up already. He's already scheming for it, getting the spreadsheets out. I think he's a little bit of a freakazoid when it comes to his own league. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I think I think Josh is a freeloader. But they, one thing I will say, stay clued on this. If it's possible, that's one reason why I struggled to put him on here is he might just be busy pinning to his kid because he's got a child that he, he is busy with a lot, I think. So that may be why he's not always in chat. But then he's again, got, you know, then so again, you got Bolts. I know what Bolts would say to that. Bolts would say, come on, I got 17 kids or, or eight kids or, or four kids or three kids or whatever it is he has. And, uh, you know, then uh, pretty easily refuted. So who you got for three? I got, well, real quick on Josh. Yeah, I'm going to say, like, Josh, he's not tending to his kid. He's just high as shit playing ARC or some bullshit and just high as shit not checking <laughs> chat. And I agree with Josh being on there. <laughs> he's, he's a big-time freeloader because when we almost booted him for no reason from the league and I went up to play, went up to bat farm and mentioned it last week, I didn't even get a DM from Josh like, hey, man, thanks. He didn't even listen to this damn podcast last week. I guarantee it. So big-time freeloader, not even, not even checking out the content we, content we put out for the league. So big-time freeloader, I agree. But at three, I got everyone's least favorite admin, Eric. Eric, big-time freeloader, big-time admin freeloader, doesn't say anything, is just trolling all the time, sticking to his dumb sticks, and then occasionally when he feels like he needs to throw an opinion out there, an admin chat, he'll throw it out there. But 
other than that, man, he's just he's all about the stick, and he's just freeloading 100% of the time. I can't think of one thing he's done as an admin that was like, good thing Eric was around to do some admin shit right now. It's just big-time freeloader. That's why I got him in at number three. Got to say, I totally agree. And, you know, uh, I don't have the inside look into the admin chat that you have, but that's always been the perception I've had uh, from the outside looking in as one of the peasants on the street looking up into the ivory tower. Uh, and number two, I've got everybody's least favorite PDP boy. And, by the way, did you notice that whenever you said that uh, you, you mentioned bro on the uh, – or, or I think I did whenever whenever uh, Thomas was on here, he was on here – he wasn't. Uh, he wasn't. He wasn't quick to defend, bro. So I don't know if he's really accepted in as one of the BDB boys. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I think. I think he's there, and they're just kind of like, "All right, you're here. You're part of us now because you're in our division." But uh, you know. Well, exactly, and that's what I'm saying. What is he bringing to the BDB boys? He doesn't know the BDB boys. He's not bringing anything. He's freeloading on their name, their hard-earned reputation that they've worked years to, to carve out as being a BDB boy. Don't get me wrong. I'm not a huge BDB boy guy. But at the same time, I, I respect the hard work that it takes to, to carve out a reputation for your name. And Bro hasn't earned that. I don't think he should be able to just come in and freeload off of them like that. And that's why he's at number two on the list. Yeah, I agree. He he was a big candidate for number one, I think, but we had to stick him at two. Attribute uh, anything freeloading. He's only here. I got another stake clue. I think his Siri got so fucking sick of him asking it goddamn questions all the time that he defi- decided to find a Madden League chat because his Siri quit on him to just ask all his fucking questions there. So I think that's the only reason Bro's here. He's freeloading, just asking us, you know, like, oh, hey, how do I uh, – bet on games through my my phone so it's like by the way i said hey siri and now my phone is picking up everything i just said but yeah so i think that's what he's he's around for is just he's just here to ask his questions annoy the shit out of us big time freeloader i like it yeah so number one i got and some people might not like this, but I think most people will agree with this. Top freeloader, Prez. This man has never said more than 10 words total in league chat. This man last year for like the last half of the final season he was a part of didn't even have fucking group me. Like we had Brad relaying him shit for some reason. Like, oh, hey, let me schedule a game through Brad with Prez. It was big time freeloading. It was absolutely ridiculous. Prez never does anything in chat. He doesn't contribute to the conversation. He just says something and says, like, something today or says, like, hello and gets 13 hearts, just mining hearts for no reason. I don't even get why he gets them. It's, like, just absolutely ridiculous. So I got Prez at one. What what does he contribute to the league, Drew? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I remember a day when he was he was much more active than he is now, but I don't think he's ever really been very active in the chat, to my knowledge. Uh, but yeah, maybe, you know, I'd love to have him on the show, get him in the guest in the next segment, maybe pick his brain a little bit, see, Hey, what's going on behind the curtains? Are you, are you, are you, are you lurking in the chat? Are you ever reading it? Are you, are you more active than we know? Maybe he is contributing something. Maybe he's feeding his, uh, thoughts today or, or Brad. 
they're that's, contributing. If, if that's they what he's contributing, then we need to get him out of here right now. <laughs> that's the worst thing he could contribute to the league is whatever diarrhea is spewing out a day or Brad's mouth. <laughs> All right, moving on to the last segment here. We got L- the LOA remembers. And this is a little time we're going to take just to honor lost and forgotten members of the league. So, you know, we, we've we've been around for a little bit here. We've, a lot of people have come and gone, and, you know, there are people who have moved on that we want to remember here. And the first member of uh, LOA remembers that we want to highlight is a guy most of us haven't forgotten, but some would say has forgotten about us. And I think it's pretty obvious who I'm talking about. It's uh, folks. And I take a little time here for Shammy to tell us a quick story, maybe one of his favorite Bolt meltdowns, and kind of remember him this time. Yeah. Um, I agree with everything you just said. I think he's forgotten about us. He's moving on. And uh, it really hurts. We always have these meltdowns to look back on and to remember him fondly with. Uh, there's a lot of them. There's a whole lot of them, like, when he lost to Nate on the last second field goal, or was it a block? I don't even know. I just know that he was tilting big time. Huge meltdown. Uh, we got, you know, playoff meltdowns he's had, MLB meltdowns he's had. But one of my favorite meltdowns he had was last year, near the beginning of the year in the old NFC West before redraft. He was playing you, Drew, and it was near the end of the game. I don't think you had scored, like, anything the entire game. He's winning, like, 13 nothing or some shit. And he's basically in prevent defense. You're, like, at your own 10-yard line. And he's supposed to be playing prevent defense. He calls cover one. And you go over the top with Tavon Austin for a touchdown. And you end up winning the game. And he was just full-on tilting. And he's like, I called a prevent defense. And we're like, bolts. Cover one is not a fucking prevent defense. That's like the complete opposite of a prevent defense. And he was just full on tilting. So that's, that's one of my personal favorite Bolts meltdowns right there. It was just you taking Tavon over the top and Bolts just losing the game to get no business losing in the final two minutes of it. It was glorious. That was a fond memory for me. And, you know, a lot of times you, you weren't in the league at this point, but we had a lot of classic battles as uh, Raiders and, and Chargers in one of the first leagues, uh, first few seasons, I was in the LOA. Some some great rivalries there. I've only lost to him maybe twice in, in my entire career, so I'm pretty proud of that number. But, <laughs> he, uh, yeah, he's had some great meltdowns. A lot of, thing a lot of people don't know is that actually uh, for the longest time he was one of the most hated people in the LOA by me. Couldn't stand the guy. You don't Because, uh, in, in, well, the only other league I was ever in before this one, which I was in with, Bolts and Rack and uh, probably some other people too, but I don't know. And uh, the GD killer, the famous GD killer. And mm-hmm. uh, he killed the league with uh, blood on his hands, of course. And Bolts also had blood on his hands. Mm-hmm. with was a sicko. And uh, I just thought he was a psychopath like GD killer. And uh, so, you know. I never liked the guy, but then eventually we put put our differences aside, became friends, and uh, you know the rest is history. He's a, he's a a good member of the league. He was a great member of the league, and we'll miss him forever. Wouldn't you say? Yeah, absolutely. And you know, me and him have had some differences, like me getting a sim win over him. He wasn't happy about that one, but I feel like 
we were really starting to grow back together, you know. We were starting to become friends again. So it's, it's just a real shame to see him go. Um, I'm really going to miss him. It is sad. And, I mean, you know, it's, it's like I said at the beginning of the segment, it's not uh... – we haven't forgotten about him quite yet, but it seems he's forgotten about us. He, he tries to pretend that he hasn't, and we're, he's still in the chat. But obviously his heart's not in it if he's not going to buy the damn game. I mean, come on. That's just that's – just, he's fooling himself there. But mm-hmm. final message I would I would say to both, uh, just, you know, hey, we'll miss you, buddy. Safe travels in this life and the next. segment mm-hmm. but I'm we come to the end of the show yeah yeah i'm a little teary-eyed too i've got um uh, got a little kleenex over here next to my little cosmo bot little jackal bot <laughs> and uh <laughs> i'm just using it to, to dry my eyes but uh yeah i think we've had a great show it's been uh as you can see it's been a little bit longer than our first show but i still think it's been a good one a lot of quality content Obviously, the first guest in the next segment was a was a real hit. I think everybody's going to love that. Um, one other thought I had on the show is some rumors floating around I saw in the league of some people, Brad, listening to our podcast at a speed and a half or double speed. And let me say, that is an insult. This podcast was not meant consumed at double speed or speed and a half. If you want to listen, if you want to play that game, we're going to start slowing down everything we yeah. say. In fact, I would I would argue that this podcast it's so good that it was meant to be listened to at half speed, so you can really just take it all in. So big time insult. I agree. Put it on put it on point five there, Brad. Come on now. I agree. I mean, it does take a little bit more time to listen to at half speed, but you're getting the full effect of everything. You know, I think you, you really don't miss a beat. But I do think it's meant to be consumed at regular, you know, just, just regular speed like a normal, normal person. And uh, don't insult us by listening to it at higher speed. But – in all seriousness, if that's the only way you're going to listen to it, please listen to it that way rather than not listen to it at all. But <laughs> it is preferred that you listen to it at regular speed. So, But, yeah, uh, I think we're getting close to the end of the show. It should be coming up here on the end, I would think. Uh, oh. Whoa. Yep. Yep. That's definitely the end of the show. So, we're looking forward to, to this uh, episode premiering, and then we'll, we'll definitely have a great episode as well next week for uh, release week. Release week is going to be here, so we'll have some, some real stuff to talk about then. It'll be a even more exciting show. And we, you don't think you're going to want to miss our uh, next guest we have in the nest. 
Absolutely not. It's going to be big time. It's going to be great. All right. Well, we're looking forward to the next week's episode, and uh, we hope you are too. We're going to leave you with a little freakazoid. Have a great night or great rest of your day. Freakazoids. Robot. Please report to the dance floor.